This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. When we accept that we needn't isolate ourselves in shame, when we're willing to be vulnerable and honest and open, well, then we discover that if nothing is new under the sun, then perhaps there are people who can help me navigate my situation. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. In my privilege of meeting women from around the world and connecting with them in their most open and soulful times, I hear many personal things that would likely not be shared under any other circumstances except perhaps with a really close friend or a trusted therapist. The things that I'm privy to hearing speak to a level of trust that develops quickly when women feel truly heard and seen as the souls that we primarily are. And this puts me in the unique position of knowing how frequently certain themes arise time and time again in our human strivings. How many others are suffering in silence, thinking they are the only ones. There has been a residual benefit for me in this privilege as well, because aside from the obvious expansion of my heart and the pleasure of deep connection— I have truly understood the famous and wise statement from King Solomon in Kohelet that says, There is nothing new under the sun. Now, why is this such a benefit for me, you might ask? Well, perhaps one of the most painful feelings we can ever know is the feeling of being alone, being unseen, being an outlier. When we suffer, as we will all do in our lives, there is a particular pain in feeling that we are perhaps the only one. You know, there's an old expression that misery loves company. And while that usually means that people don't want to sit with their unhappiness alone, what I think it really means is that we don't want to think that we're alone in an experience. You know, when we go to a bookstore and we see shelves and shelves of self-help books on a plethora of topics, there's this odd relief, at least for me, in seeing the ubiquity of our problems. After all, why would there be so many books on our issues if we were the only one with them? And while listening to someone else's pain doesn't mean comparing or worse, equivocating, as in, oh yeah, that happened to me too. Oh, let me tell you about my own difficult labor. Oh yeah, my friend had a brush with that disease. Or in my own divorce. There is a fear that somehow our circumstances are somehow unnatural, abnormal, and even shameful. You know, at a recent Momentum retreat, we played this game. It's an interactive experience, and it's called Stand Up for Your Sister. In this experience, everyone's handed a questionnaire with yes-no boxes to check off, and it's filled with have-you-ever type of questions, ranging from the amusing to the truly traumatic. And the idea is that you don't sign the form you fill in. You fill it in, and then the papers are collected and redistributed. Then the moderator asks the questions out loud. And if the page you got has a yes answer, then you stand up. So what's understood is that it's not your sheet or even your answer, but rather that you are standing for your sister. 
And this anonymity allows us to respond without embarrassment. It also shows us that we're not alone, which brings me to the biggest surprise in the exercise. Of the 70 women in the room, when the question was asked, do you feel alone? 98% of the women stood up. We all looked around with a intake of breath, staring at one another in awe and wonder. If she feels alone, and she feels alone, and she feels alone, and I feel alone, if everyone feels alone, then are we truly alone? And that is the question, isn't it? If King Solomon is correct, if everything we experience and that feels unique to us is felt by everyone, why does that help? Is it simply misery-loving company? In Ecclesiastes we read, Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falls, for he has not another to help him up. And in the Mishnah it says, Come and learn which is the straight, the right path to which a person should adhere. A good friend. And in Perke Avot, the ethics of our fathers, it says, Cleaving to friends, which is Dibuk Chavarim, is listed among the 48 virtues that one needs in order to acquire Torah. Why such a heavy emphasis on friendship? Is that the answer to everything? And what does this have to do with there being nothing new under the sun? Because when we understand that there is very little in the world that our fellow has not experienced, that while we may feel alone, that that sensation is shared by all of us at some point or another, when we accept that sharing our burdens halves them and we needn't isolate ourselves in shame, when we're willing to be vulnerable and honest and open, well, then we discover that if nothing is new under the sun, then perhaps there are people who can help me navigate my situation. Perhaps there's a community to help me through my difficult times. Perhaps if I stand for myself in truth, I unconsciously give others permission to do the same. You know, sometimes... It's all I can do not to take a woman into my arms, rock her like a baby, and say, Sister, I've heard this issue you're so mortified by at least ten times this month from ten other women. It is, of course, indeed a problem, but you're not alone in it, not in this dilemma, and not in life. This week, can we stand for our sisters by sharing the gift of our own vulnerabilities and offer the gift of friendship and loving acceptance unconditionally? Because if we did, perhaps 98% of us would no longer feel so alone. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note.
This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.